yoga will mold you internally as a person i was into it and um, i didn't really keep myself balanced okay. so yoga for therapy is totally different and yoga for competitions is totally different Hello beautiful people out there. Welcome to Reach Her Podcast. We hear you and this is a platform for all budding women out there. This is Madhumati here to host our guest today. Today we have Abhinaya Kwaminathan, a software engineer by profession and a yoga trainer by passion. Let's get started. Hello Abhi, how are you? Hi Madhu, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, so abhi uh, how is uh, yoga helping you during this time i mean you must be practicing yoga every day so how is it helping you during this time yeah so i have been practicing yoga regularly so this has been apart from my very young age okay but um, along the quarantine and um, lockdown pandemic things this i am i am able to help a lot of people out with yoga so especially with boosting immunity and people tend to uh stay in the same place for a long while especially when yeah. they are working in it and things like that uh so they tend to do work from homes and they do not even get up from the place that they are working in so they tend to have digestive kind of problems and all that so yeah. just happy to be helping so many people out there and um, happy that i am slowly you know involving so much into my passion as well yeah uh, so any habit for uh, example when you start cultivating a habit over the period of time uh, it will have some uh, impact on us it will uh, make us better like if it's a good habit it make it make us better so how has uh, yoga throughout these years helped you become a better person like by uh, physically or mentally how has it helped you there is a lot of mental balance actually so apart from uh, yoga asanas and things like that yoga will mold you internally as a person so mold you mentally as a person you will tend to handle situations much better with much uh, you know i would say very very to be to put it very uh, you know right i would say with much sense and uh, much patience yeah. so how, how do we handle things and how patient we are in uh, you know taking some decisions we give ourselves that time to uh, you know think about what we are supposed to do and uh, act accordingly so yoga has been a major part in that in my life and uh, i am basically a uh, a trainer who uh, train uh, sports yoga people so oh. there is some there's a yoga called uh, sports yoga so sports yoga is something that it involves advanced uh, asanas so uh, it it's 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 mainly for people who are into athletic and um, that kind of bodybuilding kind of uh, uh, thing so uh, there is so much of molding to the body and the mind on the whole itself so you were talking about this uh, sports yoga right so what else categories are there i mean what are the types of yoga that there are there there are so many kinds of yoga i basically was trained in uh, a yoga called hatha yoga so i studied in a school where yoga was mandatory in the very very first thing that we do in the morning is either yoga or jogging so we have to do one of this so it is alternate days we do yoga and then we go for jogging 
so it, it has been it has evolved over the time for me and um, i learned hatha yoga okay. hatha yoga is basically every kind of yoga is hatha yoga so okay. uh, uh, apart from some hatha yoga only so many kinds of yoga has evolved there is ashtanga yoga vinyasa ayangar yoga pts ayangar is like the father of yoga in our country okay. so he the yoga form he follows it is called as uh, uh, ayangar yoga then there is in yoga that is used to make people sit longer time meditation and yan yoga so many things like that so basically everything has evolved from hatha hatha means it is like the very simplest form of yoga with basic exercises and basic asanas so all the kinds of yoga that is evolved from it a stricter form a very uh, a linear form of yoga and yoga for uh, you know people who meditate yoga for people who do sports and there is aerial yoga where they you know uh, there are there are people who specialize in aerial yoga so it is like uh, aerial means like yoga in the air so they do not sit on the floor anywhere there is rope that is tied from the walls up about them and uh, they tend to yoga they tend to do yoga um, holding curtains and all that so that is called aerial yoga so many different kinds of yogas are there oh that i didn't know there were so many i mean it's it's really amazing to know that, that there are so many types of yoga uh, so this hatha yoga that you've been practicing since when like childhood in the sense like when exactly did you start uh, this yoga okay i started it when i was in my fourth grade yeah so i was put up in a residential school so um i studied in uti so okay. when i was put up over there it was mandatory for us yeah. thinking back then uh, now i feel that it's it has made a lot of changes to my life and the person who i am now but yeah. that time waking up at 5 o'clock and going to yoga was was a very big task in life so it it was very hard initially but i learned a lot of things i had the basics actually i did it when i was in my um, fourth standard in my eighth standard so it was vigorous practices i used to go to competitions it was in full flow but then i had to change my school i had to change the city of uh, my school oh. so that was a total change for me i had moved to chennai at that time and for me from a very small town to chennai chennai was comparatively big then yeah. so now i am used to and now i feel very comfortable with chennai but then it took like 4 years for me to get used to chennai and get to know people how to talk and all that within that my schooling was over so 4 years of schooling i did in chennai and after that after i came to chennai there was a total gap in yoga so i used to practice at home but i stopped going for competitions i stopped getting trained from anybody any master because i didn't know anyone over here and my family was also comparatively new over here okay. so about a decade i would say oh, so about been... 10 years gap and uh, for for uh, for so long you've been practicing in the middle you had a break i mean not exactly a break yeah i got a break i had a break from uh, you know professional teaching and professional learning and all that okay. so it, there was my practice what i used to do and then i i started gymming so okay. it it's going like this something that i was doing to keep myself fit and to keep my uh, body and mind in place okay. after that i again started because you know i started facing some uh, uh, problems in my own body because i was into it and um, i didn't really keep myself balanced the food patterns that i was following and all that went uh, you know uh, wide apart with my work and things i didn't balance it very well so i decided that i'm supposed to do this properly and that work life balance i i learned it during that point of time and then i slowly incorporated yoga 
see uh, i had gained a lot of weight actually so i had gained about 73 kg of weight but it didn't show outside because i am comparatively a little bit tall and uh, it it doesn't show that i'm so much weight but when i stand on the weighing scale only i know so i i had gained about you know 10 kg 12 kg of weight okay. so i wanted to reduce that first okay and uh, people saw me people saw me they were yeah, you know when you reduce weight tremendously then you get noticed right so this yeah. happened in span of two months i didn't do anything like aggressive dieting or aggressive exercise nothing like that i stopped outside food i started cooking for my own self i had that food so i was staying away from home so i i was doing my own food so i i had a place to stay i had my relatives place to stay and um, somehow either they cook food for, food for me i was taking home food by any way and uh, i started implementing this exercises yoga and whatever i could in the two hours span i had and i used to train in my office gym only so no, there was nothing adverse and nothing very big that i did so when people started seeing results they told me they asked me like what i was doing and uh, you see nowadays girls um I, i would tell like if there are five girls three out of five have pcod and pcos problems so yeah. i i had people i had my own colleagues who had that problem and uh, when they saw me they were just asking like hey uh, you had so much weight gain so you had reduced weight i have pcod and pcos some problem i want to reduce weight this is the first first suggestion that the doctor gives you when you are having pcod They'll yeah, ask you to reduce weight. Yeah. They'll ask you to exercise for you to reduce weight. So yeah. a minimum of you know thirty uh, minutes of exercise per day. So I started training people, and uh, there were results. There were very good results. So that is what motivated me to move next next. I didn't start training people with any intention. Like there was, it was a very blank mind. So I'm I'm just doing this. I didn't. Um, I didn't expect anything out Because of it. You just you know, training. Like since you were, since you were good at it, and you just uh, like when they ask for help, and you started. yeah. I start. I I I just used to pull them to the gym, and we all used to train together in the gym. That is how it was. It wasn't yeah. uh, anything very professional and all. So when I started seeing results, many people told me to take this to the next level. So they told me like, okay, you're doing good with this. Just upskill yourself so yeah. that you can do something professionally out of it, and uh, you can start reaching many people out there. Mm-hmm. So that's how all this started. So um, you were telling uh, like by with just with yoga, they are able to solve a lot of problems, maybe health or obesity or mental stability and all these things. then uh, what is the is there any difference between normal gymming like you work out and you do this uh, uh, other like you know hard workouts and what is the difference between that and yoga how is it different no no okay so when i started uh, seeing people who came for um, uh, pcod issues okay i had in the first person i trained she was um, she was a little bit obese and she was comparatively very short so for her weight she is over 70% weight so she shouldn't be that much weight she is supposed to weight reduce weight exponentially okay so when i for gymming exercises she is not able to do it mm. only cardio that to cardio if i ask her to do cycling or any kind of cardio just jumping jacks also she'll do 10 counts 20 counts and then she'll start gasping she'll not be able to do it so you you cannot train people with um, normal gym workouts that's what i felt especially girls when you take 
because as they gain weight their upper body weight is also increasing and uh, when they jump and all they feel very uneasy in uh, um in outside outside environment especially at gym so yeah. when it's yoga i started training her with yoga only normal exercises basic exercises that first increased her flexibility okay so when there is increased flexibility itself there is so much of confidence in them if they are able to just hold their leg from their you know from the front that is a great achievement to them they will feel they will feel very happy so that kind of confidence will slowly increase and when confidence is increasing i will make her to do wall incline handstands every day <laughs> and even if i am not one day she'll just pull me abhi let's do it come on we haven't done handstands today come on let's do it it is yeah. just inclining to not doing a full handstand but she'll tell this handstand thing is giving me so much of confidence every day mm. because my weight and to my height i never thought that i'll be able to do this and i always felt that i would fall down if i try to run so usually this happens to girls so when they are gaining weight especially in their hip areas and you know below that they feel that their body weight has increased so much and normal so much salt what we do at home kutti karna so that also they'll not um, they'll not try it they'll feel very scared to do it it's nothing it's all there you have been doing it when you were young right so there is some amount of weight gain that is not going to first that fear should go off when that fear goes off slowly all that consciousness and everything will go off and they can even start gymming along with yoga yeah. so i i will recommend that many people ask can we club together all this that is how i train so okay. i used to i i used to do some no initially i will start with some kind of cardio not just uh, i i mostly will not use the treadmill so i will train to do my own body cardio something that is inclined to my weight and uh, the way i do it so i will do something like that and then stretches some yoga and then some weights i lift and what part of the body today i am doing suppose i am doing it for leg those kind of workouts and then again i come back to stretches again i finish it with some handstands or something that i am working on if i am working on back flexibility deepening my back bends then i'll do that i'll do that in the gym and you know people around you in the gym is also i i have felt that like they get motivated seeing you doing yeah, yeah. something different instead of just lifting because not everybody can lift weights mm-hmm. and lifting weights um, uh, it is it is a total hats off to people who can lift so much weights but i i personally have felt i i can lift maximum of 30 kg is not more than that i cannot uh, i can i can do it but i personally feel that it's not too much of my strength so what you can do is there are there are a lot of people like me i feel apart from people who can lift you know 70 kg 80 kg and all that there are so many people who who want you know simple things simple things to cure their problem yeah. in yoga itself if an advanced pose is doing a work advanced pose is stimulating a particular organ the same work can be done with the help of a simple asana a basic asana okay. so yoga for therapy is totally different and yoga for competitions is totally different oh okay fine uh so you were telling about uh, training uh, your uh, your your friend or anybody so you said that the moment she started doing and seeing a little bit of change like ba- doing basic things she felt like an achievement so uh, since since then you were doing it on your own like you were training yourself and you were doing it only with you and then when you started training people and you found that they were so happy and they felt like an achievement how was your reaction to it how did you feel 
I started devising new plans. So I started including first when I started taking, I was doing it only for my friends. That time it wasn't much professional and all that. And uh, financially also, it wasn't giving me too much of a boom and things like that. According to business, I would say I didn't I didn't make any big progress uh, like taking it as a business. But I was doing it for it was making me really happy. So some purpose is there. So I I found my purpose. Something like that. I felt something big. Now I feel that okay, fine. There is there is a lot more to go. There's a there is so much of way to go for me. But initially, when you start, it it gave me so much of happiness. So. But uh, the thing is, uh, when I started training professionally, I had to devise plans. So taking yoga yoga classes like i will schedule 10 classes eight classes per month things like this so i will set targets to them so if they come with backbend flexi- flexibility some people will come i need i need flexibility some people are like i don't even have strength in my arms i want to increase that so all this cannot happen in one day because our body especially flexibility i'll tell our body is used to certain level of you know bends mm. and certain level of pulls only this much we have been doing this for about you know, 20 years 25 years some people 30 35 years yeah. within one day or one month we cannot solve this problem completely and your body has to break slowly it has to break and it has to you know uh, complete uh, certain threshold to yeah, get yeah. to this that you are uh, aiming for first level there should be patience and i should have that level of knowledge to explain them and make them understand that this is not a one day process because yeah. if i do not explain them what happens is if they are not seeing result they will not continue this yeah. so me coming to them coming to me is everything they will stop doing yoga True. so that that i shouldn't as a person who is training i want to make sure that you come to me or not you are doing it with my assistance or not i just want yeah. you to yeah. get trained so you yeah. do it you're doing it for your own self just yeah just be consistent with whatever you do mm-hmm. so i i will devise plans i will devise plans for each session i will devise you know stretches for each session not just asanas i will just include crossfit also in between and i also give them diets so not specific diets to reduce body weight or reduce fat things like that i will give them list of things you're not supposed to take you're not supposed to consume because this is not good for your health because it has been processed this way i will give them some you know uh, very fluent details so that they do not touch the product again. Okay, uh, so talking about this diet, um, I mean there are different problems are there. I mean some people have a, uh, like they'll be very normal and suddenly they start gaining weight like out of nowhere they'll just start gaining weight. Some people out of nowhere they're losing weight and then uh, for some people some health issues will be there. So for each of these problems, is it different diet that you uh, say or is it like for your problem and this is the kind of diet you will have to have? Is that how you prescribe? Okay. So the first thing is, as you said, many people they gain weight. So mostly there are set of problems with which you can gain weight it's exponentially when you are women. The first thing comes with COD, PCOS and few people they get during menopause. So younger, yeah, elder ladies, so my mom's age and all that, they get it during menopause. Some people exponentially reduce weight during menopause and stress is also a main reason and many people they get it because of their eating habits, their eating habits are not proper and you know, um, what I will tell is, it's called eating clean. So whatever you eat, eat it clean, eat good food. Eat a lot of green, eat a lot of food that is not cooked. 
so if you're having carrots try to have carrots fresh just buy yeah. carrots put it water along with turmeric and salt just soak it for some time just you know take it wash it off and peel off the skin have the carrot fresh and have a lot of greens green juice and if you are able to cultivate plants on your own just do it at home have a pot just try to cultivate a tomato plant the tomato taste it and then you're not going back to the store and getting tomatoes on your own so first thing over here is you need to get seeds from a good place i will tell all this will sound like what uh, for one thing you're like you're asking to uh, um you know cultivate and all and eat this is all a big thing but very simply what for your earning Mm. and uh, what mm. you are doing you are getting debts you are getting a uh, house and you getting all this what for you doing everything is for your comfort you can enjoy all this only when you have health health so yeah. take some hmm you know take some what i what i would say uh some amount of care on your own self and try to bring that thing into your life so that when you have kids in future they see you and they also follow it if not so many kinds of seeds so i am a farmer's daughter so mm. i know so so many kinds of seeds have gone somewhere they are not even there yeah what they tell us country country seeds country seeds yeah, they yeah. call it as so if yeah. you are taking there is country bitter gourd not pavaka and there is also a hybrid hybrid will be this big this mm. big when it's cultivated the the breath is going to be this big but not pavaka is this small it is very small and you should see the bitterness it is damn bitter but it's very good for the health it's very good and it's not been genetically modified anyway and similar thing you see in broiler and country chickens okay so country chicken will not so much of flesh and all yeah. it has a lot of bones and how does a country chicken eat to go pick something and it is going to eat so it is basically picking all that it is ne- that's necessary for its body yeah. country i am and the on on hand house the grown it cannot go anywhere it cannot even walk properly it is being fed with so many things and it is being made to gain weight gain flesh and it is yeah. coming to the market for people so so many things and especially as girls as human beings actually not alone girls please do not take broiler chicken please do not take anything that is being genetically modified so they 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 tell this even for you know simple um, um you know dog breeding also do not make you know a very small dog a dog that has been grown in german brought to india do not make it breed with a country dog in india because you know the product of it it is not going to stay healthy it might die or even if it is being developed it is not going to be in a very good mental state the same thing goes for vegetables the same thing goes for fruits and the same thing goes for you know uh, meat as well so when you're taking a country chickens uh, um an egg and if you keep it in the refrigerator and you're not using it for a very long period of time and the refrigerator goes off for some reason there will be a chicken inside have you seen that happening any time for a white egg that you brought from the store why is it not happening why why, why? that means it is not fertile right why is it not fertile so it is giving birth to eggs and the eggs are not fertile that means it has no fertility on its own every everything it is just like something you know that is being grown just for eating something that is being grown just for flesh so many technical details in it uh, i do not want to go uh, too deep but uh, do not take things that are genetically modified try to have red meat as much as possible and try to avoid 
broil a chicken try to take country chicken it's very good to be a vegetarian but it's totally upon a person's choice uh so you given a lot of information about uh, you know eating healthy and eat organic and choosing a um, uh, a country grown product i mean food than compared to this genetically modified one uh talking about this you also uh, are an admin of another page called uh, four farm right I mean, you have a page and uh, uh so tell us about uh, that page like what is your what is the objective of that page what is it for okay so uh when i had an intention to do this i uh, i am actually a software engineer yeah so i wanted to make an app for people that will you know connect farmers around and uh, what happens is now if i want to grow something that is of a country variety that's of a very old and aged thing for example take pumpkins so pumpkin the country variety pumpkin i want to grow how a country um, country variety pumpkin will taste it will be very very sweet it will be very tasty there will not be anything like you know threads that we get in today's pumpkin we get in today's shop it will be damn sweet but i need that seed in order to grow it where is that seed found so i am not getting that seed anywhere okay i am trying to do organic farming i am trying to do you know um, mm, all pasmai purachi and things like that but i need seed only with the seed i can do it if yeah. i put you know genetically modified some will grow some may not grow but i'm getting the food anyway but i want the seed that is the old and variety seed yeah. how do i get this so, there has to be uh, you know a community of people who can do this and four yeah. uh, farm was you know it it was designed to be a product based thing and uh, it it was planned to collect seeds from people and uh, form a group of people who will be doing things only for organic and uh, delivering to delivering it directly to the society and making people cultivate on their own at least with a pot in their home anybody can do it anybody can do it so people in is people from very low income to people from the very uh, elite elite people everybody elite everybody can do it so a pot a pot and you try to cultivate something in that pot and try to have it once so uh there are banana trees at my home and yeah. when you plant that tree the tree is growing and water that tree every day finally there is banana from that tree just pick that banana just try to taste that banana you will never tell that the banana is not tasty because you have done so much work for it and the whole nutrients is going into your body because you know how you cultivated it. Yeah. it was grown with no pesticides just cow dung and just with you know all natural um, Compost that is, you know, being your own home. Yeah, that is. Uh, that's a real beautiful uh, initiative, uh, Abi. I mean, this four farm. Like most of us want to do uh, organic farming, and we seek for organic fruits. And there are so many organic stores out there. We don't. We don't know how authentic are those stores. And if mm. we even have to grow it at home, we don't know where to go find. And even if we find, we don't know if it is really the actual seed or is it genetically modified. We are not known because we are far away from the actual origin. Yeah. So uh, this app is, I mean, this idea itself is a real beautiful idea, and uh, I hope many people use that uh, for the betterment. So uh, talking about, uh, yeah. So maybe yoga or maybe having this organic food. It is all a part of sustainability, right? And you have spoken about sustainability also. 
So um, now these are the methods that you suggested to be organic and have healthy food. Uh, can you tell uh, the audience how important is it and what have we lost by not being that organic or not being the way we used to be like years back? Okay. Now we see a lot of cows in the street. Yeah. Especially when I see in Chennai. Not, not in my city, it is very less common because there is so much of farming area over here. In Chennai city, when I see, I have seen many cows eating plastic. I have seen them eating paper. Why is all this happening? Because we are disposing plastic. Earlier, this did not happen because there was very less plastic deposition into the environment. So cows are eating it and we drink the milk of that cow. What, what is this happening in a total revolution? And the cow goes ill and finally one day it dies off. Yeah. So we are depositing a lot of plastic in the environment. And I have seen, you know, uh, very on a very um, plain note, girls, we use sanitary napkins. Sanitary napkins, menstrual uh, cups, tampons. So all these are the products that are normally available. What did our moms use? They did not use any of this. They were using cloths. Yeah. So they told cloths are not very hygienic. And we have banned cloths now. We are not using cloths. We are using sanitary napkins. Okay, fine. Using sanitary napkins once in a while, you're going for a long trip or you are an athlete and you have to use a tampon. All that is good. So totally fine. But when you are at home, when you're resting at home, why not try to use a cloth and learn how to use it? So it is nothing about uh, being hygienic, uh, that it is unhygienic, nothing like that. Even if you are using a napkin and you are disposing it in the wrong way, you are not being hygienic. That is the thing. You are using a napkin and you are throwing it away in the street. You are throwing it away somewhere because you are in a highway, you are in a trip. That is also not, that is also wrong. That is also causing a lot of, you know, damage to the environment. And you know what? You are disposing napkins on the road. Trade rocks, they tend to take out the napkins and they tend to taste that blood. It is um, in a very authentic manner. This is very wrong and nobody is supposed to touch your the thing that is getting out from your body. It is not waste. It is something, all the energy that you have, you are draining it out of your body because it is not needed now. So, disposing it properly is very important and please try to avoid sanitary napkins because Sanitary napkin basically has plastic under it in order to have your blood under retention. Try to use something that is more biodegradable. And uh, there are a lot of people who uh, do cloth pads now. So pads, they come in cloth itself. They are, there are layers of absorbent layer in it. So it will not go anywhere. It will not leak or it will not do anything. Just try it. Just try to experiment a lot of things. and. Basically, take responsibility because when your son is born, when your daughter is born, they have to see rain. They have to see where the rain comes from and they have to see where milk comes from. They should not tell milk is coming from grocery store and rain is something somebody is showering from the helicopter. It shouldn't be like that. They are supposed to see all this because you enjoyed everything. You have everything. Why not your kids? So you're depriving something to your kid when you are putting a lot of pressure on the environment. And similarly, plastic bags. Now, it's a very good thing our, our Indian government, they have done it. So, they have banned plastic bags. But even now in rural places, we see a lot of, you know, shops who do in plastic bags. Tell no to them. You need not tell them, you know, con contradict them or anything. Just tell no, I have my own bag. Do it. When everybody does it, they will stop buying plastic. Only when demand is there, supply will be there.
True. So if there is no demand, if you are not asking for it, who is going to produce it? Nobody is going to produce it. So everybody, every single person, when they take the responsibility, they do it. And do not deposit plastic except in the dustbin. Do not put it down. What happens is, if you are putting it down, it is not going to be degraded. It is going to take hundreds of years for a piece of plastic to be, you know, disintegrated. So. what happens is they get underground they get underground they 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 keep going deeper underground what happens your underwater level is going to be reduced because at some point it is going to block that layer and plastic basically will not allow water to flow through it so underwater level is also getting deplenished and uh, underwater level so this brings me to another topic so there are places so my city i am i am in tirupur so tirupur is very well and it is very famous for um, banyan companies yeah. uh, exporters so most of us in tirupur they are exporters so what happens is there 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 is a river called noyel in tirupur it is like kuvam in chennai kuvam is a river kuvam is kuvam is not drainage kuvam is a river noyel is not drainage noyel is a river it doesn't look like that so noyel is like it it is similar to how kuvam looks now there has been a lot of plans to you know bring back noyel on the flow and uh, bring back that river kind of feeling instead of a drainage because there are so many outlets there are so many drainage outlets into noyel that is being you know people people tend to do that you know they are uh, putting all industry waste dyeing waste and everything that is why they have banned dyeing in tirupur only very few dyeings with very proper regulations they are functioning now but yeah. we have done it so many years before and see the result now even now the river doesn't seem like a river itself it will take years for it to come back to its normal state normal. so we are doing it for one purpose maybe we are also doing it for our own selfishness maybe it is going to cost some more money to get all the plans set up done and to get all the regulations set up and all that but see one family or one person is doing it for their own benefit and who is who is being you know put under uh, pressure not yeah. us the environment and my future generation my kids are being put under pressure and my kids are not going to see noyel tomorrow even i haven't seen noyel flowing very uh, very properly so i have i have seen in images i have seen how kuvam flows in images beautiful beautiful rivers actually but nothing seems like a river now it is our responsibility take responsibility and act accordingly do not do not ask see i am one person if i do will everything change i have seen people i have seen people very well educated people my own colleagues asking this when they want to vote so if i am going to vote will things change i have to spend so much of money and go vote will things change it is not like that if everybody in the country are telling that i have to spend money and go vote will things change nothing is going to change the similar thing take a very small initiative and do it living sustainability will cost very less than living unsustainable this is very true try to experiment this and try to find out ways to you know mitigate cost with being sustainable that was uh, really informative abhi i mean uh, you explained the whole scenario i mean from where it started from what we doing now and how it can be uh, changed that is so true i mean you told this this one person changing uh, concept i have i myself have felt it because when i tell people not to throw things on the, there, there will be dustbins but they don't throw it on the in the dustbins they just litter it everywhere when we tell them not to throw and since the first question is just because i don't throw doesn't mean this place is going to be clean 
yeah i hope people understand that change starts from within and uh, they follow this uh, sustainability and especially when it comes to individuals we change like it is the individuals it is from the family that things start now if the businesses are big and they are going to you know uh, do some processes and uh, they are not bothered about how environment is going to be bothered then that is the way they are brought up i mean these are the small uh, these are big things that are to be taught by the young age itself i hope um, all people out there who are watching this and uh, people who get this understanding teach their kids also to uh, be a sustainable person and be uh, keep the environment safe so um, what is that that you would like to tell the audience uh, in order to you know practice sustainability and uh, make this a better place what is your advice to them so sustainability starts from home so one home so cleanliness also starts from home that's what you know we have heard songs in tamil telling the same thing so mm-hmm. one home one person in that home is responsible in my home my mom is responsible she will not let us do anything that is unwanted unwanted means you're getting a chocolate she'll ask chocolate wrapper where are you going to throw the wrapper so this wrapper this wrapper is plastic come i'll make you something at home not always but try to minimize it try to minimize the use try to be zero waste zero waste means suppose i am cooking a i am making i am baking a cookie from that cookie i shouldn't get any waste that is zero waste that means all the produce should be in your home you should be able to do your produce it is called as tatchadu valkai so tatchadu valkai means you are dependent on you know your own self you have everything that you need so tatchadu tan sarbu in melaya na sarbu so that kind of living is called tatchadu valkai so try to maintain that kind of a living so that you know you minimize waste and when there is waste when everybody tries to do this kind of a living there is not going to be production of unwanted things and coming coming back again so one home one home in that one person if they are very responsible then the whole family will change preferably if the mother is responsible the father will change the father is going to tell the kids and if it varies from family to family it's from person to person but personally for me this has happened my my mom is like that i learned a lot of things from her from whatever she is doing she wants she wants to set up things in a very right way in a very uh, you know she will she will think about my grandchildren how they are going to live so the future generation the like you know 40 years and 60 years from now how this is going to be so when my mom my mom is planting a tree at home there are a lot of trees at home so there is an organization called vanathukul tirupur in tirupur so their aim they have they have they have been on this track for the past 6 years and they have planted 8 lakh trees only in the district of tirupur because tirupur has you know the amount of rain in tirupur it has it has been deteriorating um, exponentially so they want to increase that they want to make you know city a lot more greener so they started this plan and uh, it has been going on for 6 years so in the same plan we have about we have farms and we have planted a lot of trees in the farm so when mom is doing this there are people who ask see how long are you going to live so within you live within your span will this tree grow there is a jackfruit tree will this tree grow and give you a fruit within your life okay my mom is thinking like this and she's not planting it everybody in my mom is my mom says is thinking like that and they're not doing it and in my age even i am thinking 
then who is going to do it who yeah. is going to take the initiative why think only about yourself think about others see you are you are weight is put on the earth and you are standing on the earth you are standing on mother earth she is bearing your weight you right what are you doing for her yeah. something we are giving we are not giving anything back right so when people my my mom will tell a very simple thing if everybody are thinking like this and not doing anything who will only do it there has to be one person at least who is doing it right so there is an entire organization in tirupur who is doing that very very proud to be a part of them and very proud to you know for having contributed via my mom without her you know nothing of this would have been possible and i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have spoke so much to you and i wouldn't have taken taken yoga as my um, you know i'm i'm pl- planning to do this full term and uh, i wouldn't have taken this decision if she wasn't there along with me so on the whole a, a very supportive family my sister as it as well my father so everybody they have been responsible they have they have you know years to hear to what my mom tells and not you know just tell that or oh, you keep telling stuff like this just take like nothing like that so if one person is telling something whomever it may be in your home or if one person from the street tells you something good if it's good no matter who the person is it's a good information right it's something that's going to benefit a thousand people right then yeah. just do it do if it, we yeah. keep thinking about only ourselves and keep moving very selfish then at one point we are going to get stuck we are going to hit somewhere and stop there will not be turning back there will not be a way further that shouldn't happen to our future generation thank you so much uh, abhi i mean um that is uh, you rightly said if there is a information if somebody is telling it then do take it because most of us uh, are very self centered and we all we think about is my today's need even ours we don't think of future like today am i happy today is this easy and in this world of instant things happening everything has changed i hope uh, people take this advice and uh, uh start doing things initially yes it is going to be tough to change but uh, over the period of time it is going to be more than uh, beneficial to them so uh, thank you so much for your uh, time abhi for uh, sharing so much of information with us talking about how selfless humans have to be thank you so much for uh, being with us today thank you so much thank you i thoroughly enjoyed the session yoga is something that will benefit a lot and uh, only if you try to experience it you know what all it can do to your body and your mind so not not just me i have heard people so many people who don't even know what yoga is come and they feel that uh, it is totally it is refreshing something yeah. it is doing something to my body and i feel a lot more confident now yeah. so many things you try to experiment on your own self do give it a shot try how yoga is different kinds of yoga any kind of yoga you can try if you want to go on adventure do aerial yoga if you want to do you know simple asanas just do it with that and uh, for everything we need not go take tablets yeah true that can be self cure that can be done with the help of yoga thank therapy you. yoga yeah thank you so much thank you so much for having me thank you thank you so much and to the audience thank you so much for listening to us i hope you've got a lot of insights about how uh, sustainable you can be and uh, insights about yoga how helpful it can be to you Stay tuned till the next session. Until then, this is Madhumati signing off from Reach Her Podcast. We hear you, and this is a platform for all budding women out there. Thank you. Reach Skyline. Embrace digital.